Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When you're dating, it can be so easy to get caught up in the stress and anxiety of every situation. Why aren't they communicating? Why didn't they text me back? Am I getting ghosted? Why is this happening again? Why can't someone commit? I've asked myself all of these questions too, more times than I can count. You wouldn't believe what happens when you approach these situations with a different mindset and focus on solutions instead of problems. I started therapy because I was so stuck on the problems in my dating life. My therapist helped me learn why I was ending up in the same situations over and over and helped me come up with a different way and a different mindset to approach dating. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. Whether you want to be a better problem solver or a better dater, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash other people today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash other people. Hey guys, it's Alana. And Jonah. And welcome back to another episode of Seeing Seeing Other People. People. Wow. That was beautiful. Was that at the same time? That was at the same time. Your hat and your shirt are matching. It's Nantucket Red. Yeah. On the Q and A today, I, I was I'm telling everyone that it's Nantucket Red, which is an off. Have you, are you familiar with this color? I'm not. You've never heard of Nantucket Red? No, I've heard of Nantucket no. and I've heard of Red, but not yeah. Nantucket Red. It's like an off summery red. Wow. I like your sweatshirt, by the way. I forgot to. I would wear mine, but it's literally 90 fucking degrees in my room. No, I'm sweating. Okay, so for those who are listening, uh, reminder: we have all of our episodes up on uh, on YouTube in full video, so you can actually watch and hang out with us. Pretend we're your little movie stars on your TV or on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am wearing the sweatshirt that we're not really strangers sent us, and it's so cool. And it says, "Stop expecting people to love like you do." Oh, and Jonah, there, I did it. Did you check out the special surprise inside that I told you about? I did. I think mine was like, "You're doing amazing. Keep going," or something to that. What's yours say? Wait, but, they all say something different. Yeah, oh. my front says something different. I can actually, I'll grab mine at the end of the episode. Holy but, shit! Oh, mine might my, be at the laundry. Inside, so okay, so for backstory, um, inside the sweatshirt, it says something like. Like you don't you don't know that it's gonna be there. I put I was wearing the sweatshirt and I Instagram storied it and someone DM me being like, Did you check the inside? And I was like, Holy shit. Um oh and later in the episode we're actually gonna play some uh We're Not Really Strangers. They sent us the cards and we are obsessed and it's a really, really awesome way to be vulnerable with someone, whether it's a friend, a family member, or someone you're dating, or even just yourself. So yeah, so I'm wearing the sweatshirt and the inside says everyone everyone's love looks different. And that's beautiful. That's really nice. I like yours. I yeah, mine, mine definitely says like, keep going. You're doing great. Something well, to that effect. But I will you check. You are doing great. Keep going. Thank you. Um, thank you very much. Uh, so today's episode is about vulnerability. It is about using this. I mean, this is a, have, have you played this game before? I have. You have. Okay. Do you, and have you played this game on a date ever? Have you ever brought it on like a first date? Not on a date, but actually Jake and I did play it recently after they sent it to us and it was fun. Um, but I'm all about like doing like, you know, like the, the question game you play when you're like super flirty with someone, it's like, okay, ask me a question and then I'll ask you one. It's kind of like that, but it's, right. it's a lot, it's low pressure because it's like, you don't have to come up with the questions and they come up with really, really good questions. It's also like a similar concept to the 36 questions that lead to love in the New York times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really, really great way to kind of break down the walls and have a little bit of help doing it. It's almost like there's a third person kind of being both of your wing man, wing woman, wing person. 
I went on a first day once and she brought, I don't know if it's the same version of this, but she definitely, she brought this and it was super fun to play. You can play it at a bar. You can like yeah. play it wherever you are. It's very easy. It's literally um, a deck of cards, a deck of cards, right? Also, red. Not they, red. they started it. Yeah. That's actually red. Yeah. And by <laughs> the way, if you're watching this at home, this is red. This is Nantucket red. That's Correct. just how you can tell. Um, I, there's a bunch of spinoff games too. People who have like kind of just like mm. copied this company, yeah. if, if you know what I'm talking about. But um, real quick reminder: um, definitely hit us up on Instagram if you don't follow us yet at Seeing Other People, where you've been posting a ton of fun content and a ton of video clips, and just like you get to uh, look into our lives, and it's really fun. Uh, also, Patreon, we love our patrons. Um, Definitely check out our Patreon. We do extra special things. We do bonus episodes every week. And you could even get your profile totally revamped by us, which has been a really, really awesome experience and has led to some really cool things. Well, it wouldn't be seeing other people without shout outs. So shout out to Jonah's Nantucket red Nantucket red. <laughs> shout out that. to Jonas Nantucket red hat and shout out to mindset wellness CBD I actually think at this point mindset wellness CBD is like the reason that I can function in life as like a like a freelancer a content creator a friend a girlfriend a daughter a dog mom like I cannot credit mindset wellness more because seriously like if I I'm exhausted, but like I still have sleeping problems. I pop a rest gummy, helps me sleep. I wake up, I take a happy gummy, helps me get through the day. If I have a really big work day, I take a focus gummy. So could not recommend these more highly. And remember, Father's Day is coming up and these would be an amazing Father's Day gift. Because also think about like your stressed, busy fathers who are trying to juggle everything in the world and more. Um, They would really appreciate it. My dad loves CBD. I'm sure yours does too. And Head to MindsetWellnessCBD.com and use the code seeing other people at checkout and you'll get 10% off and free shipping. What is the deal with being vulnerable on dates? Um, When do you personally, Alana, when do you start to be what you perceive to be vulnerable? And do you think you should put it all out there at first or do you think you should hold back uh, a little bit? At least in the first, let's just talk about first couple dates. So it's hard because I am definitely an oversharer. Okay. And I don't necessarily think that's entirely a good thing. I think it's a good thing to some extent where someone can tell I'm really like putting my cards out on the table and and being myself and not holding back. But I also fear that I occasionally could run into the situation where I'm just like dumping on someone or like giving Mm. them all of my baggage like way too soon where I think I realized you kind of have to first... Like, it's okay to like, definitely like open up, definitely be honest, definitely don't hold back, but also like Mm -hmm. maybe wait a few dates until they really like you to tell you about like, for you to tell them about your past traumas and the (laughs) last time you cried and like what keeps you up at night. If it's like a really deep, intense, mystical thing. Um, But at the same time, if, if they start to open up and be vulnerable, I, I do think it's important to match that energy and to meet them where they're at. What do you think? Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's a just you got to read the room. I think there's, I think a lot of people either are too conscious about it, like they're either trying to hold back, or, or they're over oversharing. And it should just be like what we were talking about in our Jeremy Jacobowitz brunch episode. Shout out Jeremy Brunch Boys. Um, shout where out it's number like, one. Shout out number one. 
Um, well, I think we actually shout out uh, the 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 card game. Or, and I don't, think, Red I don't think I I didn't say shout out. Uh, shout out Nantucket Red. We did do a shout out to Nantucket Red. Um, <laughs> the I, I feel like it's kind of like when you're drinking, being this is going to be such a fucked up comparison, but being vulnerable on a date is kind of like the pace at which you're drinking your beverage on a date. You don't yeah. want to be the one who's chugging the drink and you're done with it in five minutes, AKA you don't want to release every single thing you've ever experienced emotionally into the person. Yet at the same time, you don't want to drink super, super, super fucking slow. You want right. to give them something to latch onto um, to understand you better. So I, I feel like mainly it's just that people aren't conscious about it, but I feel like you got to be super self-aware. Like it's super tough because um, people are like, you know, I've gone on dates with people where they overshare. Sometimes there's like tears because it's just kind of like they get into the spiral. Has of the someone story. cried on a first date with you? Yeah, I think this has happened to a lot of um, people. I mean, I don't know. I've heard a lot. I've had a lot of friends who talk about dates where they're like, yeah, she like he she or he started crying. And I haven't necessarily cried. Wow. And it's not about the other person. It's about just like the fact that they're going through some sort of sharing of something i think you know people bottle up a lot of stuff and then maybe for some reason talking to a complete stranger on a first date seems like an awesome opportunity to express stuff but like i feel like people uh my general consensus is that people try to hold back too much Mm -hmm. and while you don't want to overshare i think you should people should be generally more trusting uh in their reveals that's my take I'm still stuck on this question of like how many people have been on a first date where the other person cried. We're definitely going to have to pull that. And that sounds like a great box. poll. That sounds yeah. like a great poll. Um, yeah. I mean, I really think it's just like kind of walking a fine line between sharing enough to let someone really get to know you, but not spilling an entire, like your whole heart and world out. Cause also like, you don't want to wait forever. Like you said, like you don't want to wait too long and be the person like, that takes the entire night to finish one drink in mm-hmm. in this like metaphor. But yeah, because like if you do that, then the person's not really getting to know you. The right. person might like you on the surface based on like what you look like and the jokes that you tell and like how you carry yourself. But that's not the real you. And I do think yeah. I like in talking to a lot of people, I, I do think that people tend to hold back for a really long time. And I wonder how that actually impacts the ability for them to ref- like actually form relationships. I agree. I agree. But I, I think get it's, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I get it too. It just sometimes it's like, yeah, sorry, you were saying. No, I, and I think this, this leads into like an, another point that we wanted to discuss is like sometimes you could be afraid to be vulnerable because you've been hurt in the past after being vulnerable or from being vulnerable. And I think that that's a really important thing to consider. Yeah. I guess I'm, I, I like people who I'm attracted to like people who are sort of unapologetically themselves and who, who open up. I mean, there's a lot of times that I've had, I've ended things because I didn't feel like the person was really expressing them true selves to me. I mean, completely different example, but interesting nonetheless is like the Matt James season of the bachelor where he was like this, person who really didn't i don't think ever opened up because i know this guy off screen is like this funny goofy dude yet we saw none of that really for the most part until tyler c came to visit him and he was like with his friend so he felt comfortable but to this same extent it's like don't keep that wall up too long because then the person you're with like day three or four 
you don't know where he or she is going back to their friends and saying like, I don't know anything about this person still. Yeah. Do they like me? Um, <laughs> but like, you can't, you got to reset with the vulnerability thing. Like, I guess I don't, I understand it, but I don't agree with it. That like, if you were hurt in the past, that should affect your future relationships. It, everyone's fucking different. So you got to hit the reset button every single time. But Just because some Jonah, I mean, I, I'm Jonah. saying, I'm not saying it's easy to do. Yeah. I'm just saying you ha that's that's the way people should approach things. Yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, yes, but and and it's actually interesting because I've kind of I kind of realized like this past year, like I would get hurt and then just like put myself back out there and then like get hurt again and then put myself back out there and be very vulnerable with all these people and just consistently get hurt. And so I think actually like there was a point probably like right before the pandemic, maybe where I was like dating people or, or maybe it was like before mid after sometime in, uh, surrounding 2020. And I was like, I think I'm like broken now. Like, I think I just like, ha I'm emotionless. Like, I think I can just go on dates with people and like really not be deep or feel any deep anything. And that was cr like crazy for me because for so long, like I said, like I would overshare, I would, pour my fucking heart out to these complete strangers but it would like those things would lead to relationships but then after that I was like I I just like I'm I'm exhausted from this I can't keep doing this and I can't keep getting myself into these situations where I'm getting hurt so I'm just like not going to be vulnerable and see what happens okay yeah I don't know that sucks I think a lot of us I don't I everyone I feel like everyone thinks that they like do you think anybody's out there who's like not I, I just we all put ourselves out there like that so much we all get always tossed down i look at the times where i had the the situation where i decided to be very open about my intentions on the first or second date i want to see you again i had a great time you're really cool i like you boom i get ghosted so but then i don't go into this the, the next series of dates i don't go into their thinking that every girl is like that although i have now been proven many times that when i do this sort of thing it doesn't work to, to in my favor in terms of them wanting to see me again. Well, maybe, but maybe do you think it was because of that? Um, I think in a, I think the connect, I don't think I don't take it personally. I don't think it's because I was being vulnerable. I think it's because the audience of person I was trying to attract isn't ready for that type of realness okay. that they are still perhaps more addicted to the game of dating. Cause they're maybe at a certain age where that's attractive to them. That makes um, sense. Yeah. Because with, with Jake, what I think well, the one thing that made me the most excited was and like open to the like experience and seeing where it was going was because right after every date, he would text me and say, I had a great time. I'd love to see you again. And I was like, this is so damn refreshing. Yes. Like, can it can. Yes. Yeah. Can, you mind? Go. No, this is gonna, I, I actually think about this quite a bit. I think it's really important for our audience to know that the success of this relationship that you're in right now, let us not forget that Jake sent you four messages on hinge <laughs> in a row without you responding. I think it was three. It was three. It was two the first time. And then I didn't answer. And then he followed up again being like, figure I try this again. I think that's so important though, because you and I have gone through a whole couple seasons of this experience. And yeah. we would say that that's not the play. Like we would, you know, we would say that that's not the thing, but I think it's an interesting point to like, look how happy you guys are now. And yeah, he sent a third hinge message. So the fuck what? And you responded, yeah. which is great. You know, yeah. you know, so like, 
I want to remind our listeners here that yes, we're talking about all these different things, but like at the same time, you never know what's going to happen. Um, and that's why we say there are no rules, right? Because like right. every single person is different. Every single situation is different. Everyone out there has had different things happen to them. So at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong way to do things. It's just the way that you decide to do it and the way that feels yeah. right. And that's, that's what matters. It's like actually following your gut and doing what you need to do or what you feel like is the right thing to do. Hundo P. Hundo P. So, Should we play around to this? Um, yeah. Well, one thing, one thing I want to bring up, because I think this will be a really good lead into us playing, is yeah. there, there could be a situation um, that we do run into where it's like, you want to, you're opening up, but they're not opening up back with you. And um, obviously we just talked about how some people can be more closed off than others because of a million different reasons. But I think it's important to kind of figure out how to navigate that type of situation where the other person's not opening up to you and how you can actually get there. And, and I do think like something like, like getting a deck of we're not really strangers cards and being like, Oh, like I heard this game is really fun. My friend like, let me borrow it. Like, why don't we play it or doing the question game or doing something that leads to a more playful like push of opening up a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's, this is a great way to get people to, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like how do you pressure someone to open up to you? It's, it's a tough, it's a really tough thing. Um, Well, I guess another thing you could do is also just ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And also like what we were saying before, um, I think you were saying like, you know, how much do you reveal? Well, if the person's asking you a question, just answer the question, yeah. you know, you don't, and, but give them something like there's nothing, there's nothing worse than being on the other side of the, uh, than asking someone a question, them giving you like a one word response or something right. that really doesn't keep the conversation going yeah. as podcast hosts. We know this all too well. Oh my and God. Yeah. So, <laughs> so true. maybe what I'm suggesting here is, uh, if you're having trouble having people open up to you, start a podcast, learn how to talk to strangers and interview them and then start going on dates and it'll be a lot easier for you. Sponsored by seeing other people sponsored by mindset wellness cbd hey everybody we're talking mindset wellness cbd gummies uh they are our amazing sponsor you guys know we've talked about them quite a bit uh and we're here to tell you a little bit more about them it's a great father's day gift the father in your life will enjoy these things whether you're trying to get some work done uh using the focus gummies or just go to bed you know a little bit easier with the rest gummies also just delicious so if they're just like in the mood for a gummy of any sort you can go ahead and get these things at MindsetWellnessCBD.com and you can use your code seeing other people for 10% off and free shipping, which is a huge, huge thing. Again, this is a family run company, John Renee. They were a guest of ours a couple episodes ago. You can go listen to it. Uh, I wonder if maybe we'll get, maybe we get John a set of his own gummies for Father's Day. Maybe that's a fun <laughs> that. little thing um, from the seeing other people fan, but you guys have actually done a really amazing job supporting this company. And I think we sold out of the rest gummies, but guess what? They're back in stock. So you can go get them now. We mean this. They are awesome. They help us and I uh, hope they help you guys too. See another people, 10% off free shipping mindset, wellness, CBD.com. Enjoy. All right. So in front which of deck me, do you want to play? Well, we Level got a lot. We got a, a, a bunch of stuff. We have the main deck, which is, a giant box here, which is awesome. We have the relationship expansion pack, the honest dating expansion pack, and the breakup edition. So, okay, well, you can ask. We can do it. We can do a mix. We can do a mix. Um, but I would, I would 
play around with all. So basically the way it works is in the main box, the three, there are three decks and it's level one, level two and level three. And the questions get deeper as you go on. So Jonah, make sure to do a mix of them and I'll pull okay. out the honest, the breakup edition. Okay. And it says on this box, it says the end of a relationship is the beginning of a new one with yourself. So it's also, you could do this on your own. Please don't. Please, please, don't oh my sit, God. please don't sit at home and do this game alone. Why not? It's kind of fun. Get to know okay. yourself better. All right. Get to know yourself. But yeah, this this game is really, really cool. And I really love the way that they designed it. And also, like, definitely check out all of their socials. They're incredible. Um, I love their Instagram and TikTok. I've been following them for so long. And I even if even if you don't actually get the game and, and get the cards, like, 100% follow them on Instagram. They, they did not ask me to say this. I literally swear. Um, but I love their content. They're without a doubt one of my favorite Instagram and TikTok pages. Some ASMR opening. Opening the box. That's good. So, yeah. <laughs> So we're going to open up for not really your strangers and we're going to use your card. All right. Should we do the entire rest of the episode ASMR? Let's not and say we didn't. First question. All right. First First question. question. Jonah, what are three things you can appreciate about being single, even if it feels hard? (laughs) That's it. Three. Um, First, (laughs) uh, I have the bed to myself. That's an obvious one. Um, I get to unapologetically operate on my own schedule sans the, you know, coordination of anyone else. Um, which you love. I love, oh, I love, um, I'm in my own little fantasy world. (laughs) Um, uh, and there is something thrilling about being able to just like go out into the world. And like, if you do have that, like lock eyes with someone moment, there is something thrilling about knowing that perhaps that could lead to something. Yeah. Love that. Do I ask you the same question back or do I pull a card? You can pull a card. Why don't let's, let's do the, let's just okay. keep going so that everyone can hear like more questions. I think. Great. So I'm going to go level one. Let's start there. Um, stand by. Sorry. Okay. Really nice box. Packaging, everything's like pristine. Yeah. Alana, what do you think your most endearing uh, characteristic is? I feel like my ability to like really be interested and caring about what's important to someone else. Does that make sense? Empathy. I believe the word is empathy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I I would, I would know. I would agree with that hundred percent. I think that's your, that is your most endearing characteristic. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's why you're a good podcast host. (laughs) That's why you're a good dating podcast host. Um, and it's why I kind of have trouble because I'm like not the most empathetic person in the world. Like I, you know, for better or for worse. Fair, fair. Picture you're talking to your ex. Finish the sentence. You hurt me, but thank you for blank. Hmm. <laughs> um, fuck. I'm trying to think of like a piece of clothing that I stole from her. That's like dope. <laughs> um... There is this like vintage yellow t-shirt that's like this cafe in like San Francisco that I stole. Well, it didn't steal. She gave it to me. I kept it. Never gave it back. 
Um, I, I feel like the point of this question is like to say thank you for like teaching me my self-worth or like thank you for. Oh, no. I mean, thank you for teaching me to realize that uh, you, you, that when your friends and family tell you that you shouldn't be dating someone that they're right. There you go. It's a little bit more. Yeah. Um, do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as? Definitely not. Elaborate. I think I... I think that's that's tough because I do put a lot out there publicly on social media and I do like create almost like create I'm a content creator so I create a picture of myself and is that a part of who I am yes is that the whole me no like I I truly and I've said this before like I think I'm the weirdest person on the planet I think I am so weird but like I have people come up to me being like oh my god Alana like you're so cool and I'm like I no, <laughs> but like, well, again, you can be we've cool also talked, and weird. Yes, we've talked cool about that, but I yeah. don't know. I, I don't know. Cause I, I don't try it at all to put a like different type of like facade out there. Like I try and be wholeheartedly me, but I don't know if it always translates, you know? Yeah. I mean, like you said, you have so much stuff out there that people are going to divide their own perception of who you are. Yeah. Um, no matter, you can't control it. You can't yeah. control how, what actually people perceive you as. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, were you lying to yourself about anything during your last relationship? If so, what was it? I was not. I think I was. I was telling the truth. Okay. Support that. Whole truth, nothing but the truth. Um cozy economy are you familiar with that tiktok meme where it's no. joe biden it's cozy economy and he said it sounds like he's he's talking about like the checks it's great i love joe biden and he's like he's like uh he's like the checks you know it goes to, it goes to the economy it helps everybody hurts nobody mm. but then on tiktok it kind of sounds like he's saying cozy economy oh, that's c-o-z-y really cozy economy that is funny <laughs> uh okay let's see here Going into my nice, we are your strangers. We're not even strangers. Um, we're not really strangers. We're not really strangers. CBD minds of wellness. Um, okay. Ooh, what are you more afraid of? Failure or success? And why? Damn. I mean, I'm definitely afraid of failure. And I, the, oh God, I've never, this is, this is tough. I feel like this is, I've never even asked this before. Um, I like failure because it pushes me in a better direction. In any point in my life that I've failed, I've become a better and stronger person because of it. Is it fun? Absolutely not in the moment. But does it then lead to a learning, like something, I learned something where I, Chain, like I broke a bad habit or something. Yes, in the long run. Um, success. Here's my thing with success is like I, I do think I've succeeded at like a lot of things that I've set out to do in my life. And, and I'm 26. So like that's really awesome to say at such a young age in, in terms of like my career and my life. But I always feel like when I succeed in something, it's like I never stop and take the opportunity to enjoy it or to like be proud of myself. And so for that reason, like I do fear success because it's like 
anytime I'm successful in anything, it just makes me want more success. And I don't even get to look back and be like, wow, I did that. So success is scary because it just makes me like hungry for more. So I don't know, both. I guess maybe success. No, I don't know. Ah, your turn. <laughs> all right, folks. <laughs> that's, no, that's gold. A lot of valid, a lot of, no, I hear you on all that stuff though. That makes sense. Yes. <laughs> How did you get over your first love? Um, I never did. Damn. No, I mean, I think I, we hooked up. Sorry, there's a baby outside crying, but hopefully you can't hear that too. Um, the baby's not uh, over. It's first love. Yeah, maybe it's not over its first love at all. Um, I think we just hooked, like we hooked up and I was like, oh, that's not what we all thought it was going to be. And then that's how. Kind of crazy. Sometimes when you get what you want, you realize you didn't really want in the first place. So is this you on the record recommending that people go <laughs> and sleep with their ex once to get over them? Um well, no, because you've your ex, you've already slept with them. This is like the one that like you were in love with, right? Or do you is that what you uh, mean? Uh, uh, yeah, some context. Okay, okay. This is the one that got away. Yeah. Okay, fair, fair, fair. I oh, and you're not, like, oh, would, that was it. Like, yeah, I would there highly were no recommend fireworks. Like, there were no butterflies flopping around. Correct. I would highly recommend on the record: do not go sleep with your ex. I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. Someone's going to comment, well, so we should sleep with our ex? No, 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 do not. <laughs> do not. Please do not. Please do, do not. not. Don't do it. We um, we will not be happy with you. But we'll still support you, but we won't be happy we'll with you. We'll still support you. We're still here we'll, for you. We'll but... help you get through it, but don't do it. Okay. If you could have it your way, who would you be with? Where would you be? And what would you be doing? Jesus Christ. Jesus. I mean, I feel like I would be just, I just, I don't know. I feel like the best thing to ever do is be surrounded by people who you love and who make you happy. And like, I'd want to be where I am now, like in a place that allows for that. And I want to be doing something that I love, which is what I am doing. So maybe the answer is my life now is what I would choose. For the sake of a fun, um, hyper-specific answer, can you give us uh, an actual specifics for each of these <laughs> things as opposed to where I'm now? Which I totally respect and hear you, and I think you're right. But yeah. just for the sake of our listeners listening to this on the subway, in their car, I think we want to hear who Alana would be with, where would she would be specifically. Well, do I have to choose, like, one person? Like, how, how limited are we getting? Yeah, for now, you're picking a name. For now, you're saying names. Jeez. Um, just for the sake of this podcast, because it's fun. Playing a game I, ha- I mean, I have to say Zoe. Okay. Love that. So Zoe, my dog, everybody. Woof. Um, Woof. And actually, I'd, I'd want to be like in my childhood home um, as my parents are actually trying to sell it. So that's been a really emotional experience for me and trying to soak up every last possible minute I can there because it's my happy place. Mm. And I'd be doing this. I'd be doing seeing other people and working on some really awesome projects on the side and connecting with all of you. There we go. I love that answer. See, Beautiful. by the way, great example of the way this game can be used to get to know somebody better. I learned that about your parents' house, your connection to that. I learned that you love your dog and I learned what you love, what you're passionate about. No, but I'm saying if I was a first date who didn't know anything about you and I was trying to understand you better, 
Yeah. So here's a little reminder card. Breakups skew your memory. Your ex was not perfect. You will feel better. Love that. Facts. Um, all right. Jonah, 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 what can you do for yourself today, even if you don't enjoy it, to make future Jonah happy? Clean my room. <laughs> um, fold my clothes, clean my it room. It doesn't look that bad. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. It's not that bad. It's just cluttery. There's like a lot of stuff in here. Um, what else could I do? Maybe work out. Maybe I think work out. I am doing my fitness, get my fitness game up. Hot boy summer. Vaxxed and Shot Boy Summer. Shot Boy Summer. Um what else could I do? Clean my room, work out. Um, maybe maybe read. Ooh. But I said maybe I read. Maybe. 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 All right, let's do like um, two more each. What are you still trying to prove to yourself? Why am I getting the deepest, hardest questions? Um, God. I think. Oh, this is hard because I see like I would want to take a few minutes to think about it. But in the sake of the podcast that we're doing, I don't think you all want to sit in silence for a few minutes. So real quick answer. I think I'm trying to prove to myself that I am like good enough at what I'm doing to actually do it and be successful in it. I think it's kind of like that whole idea of imposter syndrome. Like, like some days I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Or some days I'm like, I don't know why people listen to my podcast. I think I'm a terrible podcast host. And it's like, yeah, maybe I wasn't amazing when I started, but now I do have experience and I, I have felt more comfortable doing it. And People do tell me that they enjoy it and that they think I'm good at it. But like, do I necessarily think I'm good at it? No, I don't. I think I'm terrible. Um, so I think it's just like in this new, like in this path I'm going down. And I think it's just trying to prove to myself that like I am good enough to do what I'm doing. Alana, just go read our comments. Everyone loves you. Everyone thinks I'm a bad host. Very no. easy. To, very easy to fix your imposter syndrome. No. It's in your head and it's in the reality that it, you're not bad at it. And they literally say that I'm a bad person and you're a good one. So I want you to take well, that out of your brain. I disagree with them. I disagree I appreciate with that. them. They're wrong. I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, okay. That's a good answer. Okay. Um, oh, I got another reminder. Your love life is one area of your life. Don't forget to nurture the rest. Love that. Okay. Um what story about love have you been telling yourself that no longer serves you? How would you like to change that story? I, ooh, I don't even know what that means. Um, story about love that no longer serves me that I'd like to change that story. Do you want me to give you an example? Yeah, could you give me an example? I, I, you know, I think I, I think I have it. So I think I was saying, I think the one that, the constant thing for me is... Um, that if you, uh, the timing, timing doesn't matter that if, if you find the right person, no matter where you are, what you're doing, uh, you'll make it work. Um, I've been telling myself that, yeah, but I don't think that's true, which is a hot take. Right. First hot take of the show of the episode, um, hot take. on record, hot take, hot take number one, so, hot take number one. Shout out hot take. That's third shout out, shout out hot take numero uno, right? Uh, that's what I would say. 
in my answer to that question. Okay. All right. Should we answer some listener questions? We should answer some listener questions. Okay. All right. So again, um, that was We're Not Really Strangers, and we played the original game plus the Breakup Edition pack and highly, highly recommend it. Um, It really just like, I don't know, I feel like, I just like you learn about yourself too. In addition Great game. to learning about the other person. I want to amend what I said about 30 minutes ago where I said don't play this with yourself. Play with I, yourself. It's right? great. It's right? great. Yeah. I want to change my go on record and change my I normalize changing your opinion. Love that. Um, this is a great game. Yeah, really nice box. So yours is breakup edition? Well, I got I have the breakup edition, the honest dating expansion pack, and the relationship expansion pack. We, let's both hold up a card real quick for a um, so we can get a nice little awesome question, like a little little screenshot like of this? that. Oh, maybe boom. Oh shit. Yeah. Cool. 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 Okay. All right. Um, listener questions. Thank you all for sending them in. Remember, you can always DM us your questions or email us at seeingotherpeoplepodcast.com. And if you are a Patreon member, of course, we prioritize your questions and let's do it. Number one, how do you tell people what you're looking for without scaring them away? <clears throat> um, well, here's a fun little hack. Ask them what they're looking for. And then they will ask you back, hopefully, what you're looking for. And you'll also get a sense of if you will scare them away by saying um, whatever your truth is, although you should never be worried about that. But yeah, the hack is, what are you looking for? Yeah, I love the idea of asking someone. I also think you can bring it up like it can you can have casual conversations that lead to it, where it's like, oh, like what was your dating life during the pandemic? Like, were you dating during the pandemic? And then I think you can easily get into a conversation about, whether or not you both were and and what you're doing and what you're looking for in dating now. And I, I think it's really important that we do have those conversations early on because the sooner you get to figure it out, the sooner you know if this is even worth pursuing. And uh, Absolutely. And you can just save you or the other person a lot of hurt. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, really well said. Uh, how to respond to an anti-ghosting text? Wow, this is some old school seeing other people. Borderline dating sucks level uh, material. Here. This is great. Um, I, I think you got to just own it. Oh, sorry, Alana, what do you think? I, I mean, I think it's something where you just say, like, thank you for being honest. Like, there's not much you can do because they are, they're, they're being honest. They're communicating openly. They probably felt a little bit uncomfortable or nervous writing that message, but they did the right thing. And they could have just done the opposite, which is to not say anything. And so I think the best thing to do is just be like, thank you for letting me know. I'm really glad I got to meet you too. And I hope you find what you're looking for. And do Um, you have to respond even? You don't have to respond. Yeah. If you're hurt, if if you're not happy, and like obviously sometimes you get those texts and you're not at all expecting it, like you don't have to respond. But what, what I would suggest is if you get a ghosting text, an anti-ghosting text where someone says like, Hey, I enjoyed meeting you, but I'm just not feeling like I'm not feeling the connection I'm looking for. Or I think we should like stop here. Don't respond immediately. Take time. Like do not, do not jump to a response, put your phone down, call a friend, go for a walk, step away from it for a bit and come back and respond when your head is a little bit clearer. 
Uh, yeah, and that goes for almost every every text you ever send. Yes. <laughs> so everything <laughs> yes. in life, uh, do that. Anything that just requires some sort of decision making, uh, I would recommend doing that. That's yeah. that's a that's a great point. But if you're not that upset, I would just say like, hey, thanks for letting me know. Like, really glad I got to know you, and wish you all the best. Done, and you'll both feel good. Love all right, it. next one. Any advice for someone who has been striking out for the last seven years? I've tried all the apps, Tinder, Bumble, Christian Mingle, and of course, Hinge. I feel like I do my due diligence and put a lot of effort into making connections with guys. But after countless first dates and few relationship fails, I'm almost 30 and still single. I focus on personality and connection, and I really don't think I'm being picky. I will give anyone who seems like a good person a chance before writing them off, but I've gotten burned by doing so. It's enough to make me think I'm almost better off alone instead of continuing to walk through the fire. Any advice for the tired, weary, and discouraged? Well, thank you for writing this in, and of course, for being vulnerable and and sharing what this experience has been like for you. I think, I mean, it's great that you have like tried all the things and and put yourself out there. I think um, maybe if the if dating apps seem to really not be working for you, I would suggest using one of the other methods of meeting people that Jonah and I have talked about, which is being set up through friends, reaching out to people on Instagram or in the Instagram DMs, um, going up to somebody who you see who like has caught your eye and, and really like put taking the chance to put yourself out there for like that two second moment. Cause a lot, you could get a lot of reward about it or out of it. Um, Jonah, what do you think? Yeah. And I would also say just from the specific things we've learned over this course, like, uh, maybe hire like a dating coach or someone to help because I feel like there's a lot of things that we don't know about you from this and obviously thank you for sharing it but like uh, for all when I've heard things when we've heard things like this there's usually something to the effect of like I'm looking for this 6'2 Jewish guy who it, you know and it's like well that does the joke is that doesn't exist yeah. like that's um, like that, that sometimes we sort of put these perfect people in our minds and perhaps we're like too picky is the wrong word, but sometimes having a dating coach, someone who knows the space really well to help you sort of reflect on what it is you're looking for and how it is you're finding it um, to a specific level of what you want mm -hmm. can be super helpful. I'm thinking of like Yo Logan's book, right? When we read Logan's book, when I, some of the testimonials had a similar tone to this. Yeah. So, and then she was able to talk them through and they found somebody. Yeah. And I, I will say, yeah, Logan's book is called How to Not Die Alone. Um, and I will say like, I think the reason that I am in a relationship now is because I like read that book front to back and really tried to follow her advice and, and follow mm. these steps that she suggested because what clearly what I was doing on my own wasn't working. So highly recommend that. I also think like, just keep in mind, like you're, you're 30, you're almost 30. You're still really young. Like you yeah, are still young. really young there. You have so much life ahead of you. You're going to meet so many more people in your time and it's okay to be 29, 30, 30, like even older than that. Like it's, it's okay to be 40 and single. It might not be what you planned for yourself, but think about all of the positives. Think about how, like how much you've learned about yourself in during this time and, and how much you've learned to love yourself, hopefully. So I think um, you're doing great. You're putting yourself out there. You're trying and just keep, keep trying and, and, and don't give up. Like definitely don't, don't say that like you're almost better off alone. Like you will find your person. Yeah. And it's also right there and there that you typically then bump into that person. Like the day you're like, I'm done dating. <laughs> then you bump into someone at Whole Foods and it's like all over. That's great. <laughs> Go to Whole Foods. 
Go to Whole Foods. That's when in doubt, go to Whole Foods or Trader Joe's or whatever. Isn't that what um we had Ed from the from Claritasia season? He said the best state like the best place to meet people in Miami was Whole Foods. The Whole Foods. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Ed Westboro. Westboro. White bread. White bread. Um <laughs> any perspective, perhaps another episode or poll on dates where the person doesn't drink. For example, I have no tolerance and get really sick if I drink. So I don't go to bars and can't go for drinks when someone offers. Usually go for coffee, but I don't know if anyone else has other perspectives or options of what people think of dates who don't drink. Yeah, I mean, I think it's totally like normal. I I actually, someone told me a story yesterday where the person didn't tell them that they didn't drink until like the fourth date after like, offering to get pick up wine and beer and stuff and and then when he communicated that to her she Mm. she was like very accepting but then like wanted to ask more questions like be interested in it and he felt like she was like attacking him and like judging him so I would say definitely be more upfront about it like don't don't act like it's this whole big secret about you like it's totally normal there are so many people who don't drink and all those people do date still and I think um okay you said you usually go for coffee. I mean, I think there are a lot of fun things you could do. You could go to a park. You can go do an activity. You could go for a mm. long walk. Um, you could pick up like other types of drinks that are fun and like taste really good and and go sit somewhere. I think there are a lot of totally great date options. I just think it's important to be upfront with the other person and say like, be like, I don't drink because of these reasons. And I, you have totally valid and normal reasons. And there are a lot of reasons that people don't drink and they're all valid and normal. 100% agree. 100% Hanopi. 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 Cool. All right. Good Do you questions. have any last shout outs you want to give on this episode? No sh- shout out to our sponsor, but that's, you know, that's what the plugs are for. Um, shout out uh, to, to, uh, to everyone who's, who's uh, trying to be more vulnerable. Let's, let's all, let's all shout out vulnerability. Let's do that. Oh, yeah. We're shout not really strangers. Shout We're out Janie. Game. Can I give Janie a shout out for graduating? Of course. Shout out to my sister, Jamie. Jamie, Jonah's sister. Graduated grad school. Shout uh, out to theater. Shout out to my friend Liza, who also just graduated grad school. Shout out to all the grads. Shout out to all the grads. College, high school, grad school. You guys did it. You fucking crushed it. Um, proud of you guys. Thank you as always for listening. See another people podcast at gmail.com because we're always questions. Patreon, Instagram, you know where to find us. Thank you for uh hooking us up we're not really strangers and we hope that you guys uh aren't really strangers yeah we'll talk to you soon thanks for hanging